Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments exactly everything that we do. Clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Go with it. Keep it a beast on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy Thirsty Thursday, kings and queens. <laughs> it's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And this your girl, Dice Campbell, on this Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. We know y'all are thirsty for the Lord, so amen. We will hopefully provide some, you call it hydration. Mm-hmm. Some, hydra- hydra- some, some spiritual hydra- hydration. <laughs> Ah, Goodness. the living water is right so, there. You know, grass. Go ahead, right. reach forward. <laughs> oh my goodness! Once again, you're tuned into the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And listen, we got another hot show for y'all again today. Wake up, wake up with us. Yeah, uh, this Thursday morning. Um, listen, we we got a, a great uh, part two to our real talk topic. Life. So we need our leaders. We need great leaders too. So it was it was a lot of fun talking about them yesterday and all that good stuff. So I'm glad we're doing a part two. Exciting. Absolutely. Exciting. We will also have an exclusive interview from uh Trench Walk member uh Big Two Times. Um, so yeah, we, we we love talking with uh, the members from Trench Walk. Every time we talk with one of them dice, it seems like we learn something new. And you know, we, we love street ministry, you know. So yep. yeah, I, you definitely want to keep it locked. Because uh, some gems will be dropped, and listen, young brother, let's 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 keep it one hundred dice. A young brother who gonna young drop young. some gems, young yeah. brother, good. This, it, listen, God is raising up a young generation. If I haven't learned, <laughs> I noticed one thing uh, about being on this show is definitely like there's a new crew that uh, I mean they are just about that life too. I mean they're about it, about it. They about life, but they are definitely about that God stuff. So. I don't know, man. This world may look different in about 20 years. All these leaders are uh, getting raised up right now. It might be a revolution for real. I'm excited. I'm excited. So happy Thursday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And of course, we're still talking about the Stellars uh, that happened uh, last weekend. We still got some more updates. Talk about some performances um, that we liked, we enjoyed. Just the whole experience, Stellar Week. We said all week. We would uh, give our recap on the Stella Awards that happened last weekend. So you definitely want to keep it locked for that. Uh, but let's get to it. Y'all know what y'all came for. Y'all came for some of these bangers. Uh, we're going to wake y'all up. Let's. Uh, we got music on the way from Jared Saunders, as well as uh, some Diggy Simmons, um, as well as some uh, Hovey. But right now, uh, yeah, we're going to get some uh, 
007 and Gifted the Flamethrower featuring uh, Bun B. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You're tuned back into The Fix. You're a source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154. And listen, you know, you're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. You already know the, the usual suspects, how we do it. And uh, Dice, you know, I, I feel like we're in a good place. We talk about the next up-and-coming in CHH and gospel rap, gospel trap, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we love to talk about uh, G Jesus and trap music. Uh, so when we get a chance to uh, interview an artist like uh, who who we're about to interview right now, we get excited. So help us welcome in. Listen, one of the members of uh, Trench Walk, uh, big two times. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? How y'all doing? Um, we're great. Here, man. Happy to be here, man. How y'all feeling? Oh man, we feeling good, man. We, we we still on the high, man, from Stellar Week, man, and uh, uh, got a chance to see you perform, uh, Stellar Week, man. So we gonna get into that too as well. We got a lot to talk about in a little time, man. Uh, maybe can you share a little bit of your faith story with the people? Maybe how you developed your own personal relationship with Christ. Mm. Okay, um, I always had a relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? Always, always had a relationship with God from. My mother being who she was, grandmother. Um, and I kind of, it was more so just kind of like, it was a forceful relationship at first. You know, going to church every, going. To, my, my mother was a seven-day Adventist, going to church every Saturday, stuff like that. And, um, you know, it was kind of just more so forced. And as I gotten older, I was able to, you know what I'm saying, really experience something for myself. I lost a buddy of mine, close friend of mine, and that really like touched my heart. And it really, I was like, man, no more. Like, God, like, what else can I do to be able to help you? Like, I don't want this to happen to nobody else. I don't ever want, I, I, I know how people feel. I know people have lost one loved ones, but I don't want this to happen to me again or anybody else. Like, what, what, what can I do? You know what I'm saying? And he gave me the music. Mm. You know, the whole nine of being in the streets, um, raised up in the church, you know what I'm saying? Things going left when my mother passed away. My mother passed away at 14. So, you know what I'm saying? I lost that 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 prayer warrior, that 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 that, that kingdom builder um in her. And really, you know what I'm saying, I was a rebel at that point. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have any guidance, I was lost. I was I was out here. Can't um I was living with my grand I was living with my father. Um, you know, so my father was doing his thing as well. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was just crazy, just crazy, man. Got down with the bloods, um, been in shootouts, uh, kicked up, kicked doors in. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's been crazy. You know what I'm saying? The devil had a hold on me that I couldn't explain. And um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just recently, um, you know what I'm saying? I kind of wanted to keep this to myself, but just recently quit my job. Um, to pursue my dream as, you know what I'm saying, what, you know, full ministry, everything. I've I've put it all into God's hands. I've given everything to him and he's just been showing me left and right, like everything that I've ever really, that I've, I, that I've really wanted for him to do. He's been doing that and more. So it's, it's just, it's just been an amazing journey with him. God is good. <laughs> he's great. Uh, listen, Dice, you know, you know, I, you know, I didn't hear something. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear something, Dice, so pray for me. We're going we'll to we'll rap about that later. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Um, you know, can you can you talk about the importance of street ministry 
uh, yeah. two times because I know one thing for sure. That's what I love about you and your and your group. You know, Trench Walk. Like mm. you guys are unapologetically for the streets, for uh, maybe some of the people who are not looked at uh, in a way to where they can even find God for themselves. You guys are able to walk into those trap houses, um, you know, walk into those hoods and connect with them. Talk about the importance of having somebody like you guys and being able to walk in those areas and preach Jesus. Like that's important to know. I mean, I feel like um, with that, that's... uh you're taking on a very big task, you know what I'm saying? So just even just just knowing that what you're what you're standing for, just standing for God is something big. So it's like when you can sit here and say, I have a voice and I want to use it and I want to be able to to broadcast it, to, to be able to save people, to be able to help God's kingdom. You know what I'm saying? That speaks a lot of volume. And I feel like just with the whole street era, I've said this a lot and I'm going to kind of just be bold and say it. Um, the streets show more love than the church. Ooh. I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead, you know what I'm saying, to keep it real. Streets show more love than the church. Um, and it's, it's, it's very sad. You know, you can just look at, even if you just look at the stories of what the, the, the biggest leaders in the Bible have done, who were their biggest critics? The church. And they knew the Bible. They knew the Bible. They knew the word. They knew what you couldn't do. They knew what you did, what you had to do. They were ready to bash you with it before you even, before you could even, you know, open your mouth. They were ready. They were, they were ready to throw rocks at you. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it just, it really, it really just goes to show like, you know, who, who, who really needs the help. Yeah. You definitely have a heart for people. I mean, I didn't even have to to meet you or watch watch you perform like focus or any of that i mean it just it comes through it's clear you know what i'm saying just a second ago focus asked you a question and my my response i wanted to respond and be like it's the anointing it's something everybody doesn't have this you know and you don't take it lightly like you can hear that you don't take it lightly but you know some people be playing games i guess is what i'm trying to say so that's that's why i'm like man your, your music is fire. God, this, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you good. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. God's been too good for like when when you when you can. It's it's real. Recognize real. Let's put it that way. Real. Recognize real. You know what I'm saying? When you when you've been through it and you understand it and you know how to you know how to it's like you know how to deal with certain things. You're you're able you're able to take certain situations better than certain people. And it's 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 it, you, and, and it helps you and it just it just helps you be able to appreciate your your life better it helps you to appreciate people better. That's pretty. That's, that's really it all about it right there. No, that's good. So let's talk about this music. How did you you know first talk about some of your inspirations growing up? Who, you know who were some of your musical inspirations growing up? And then how did you even get into rapping? Oh man. Um. So I'm 26. So I'm the I'm 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 the, I'm the last of the 90s, baby. Man, so you know what I'm saying. I didn't really have the, the chance to really listen to Tupac and and the 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 um you know what I'm saying the the NWA back in the day like like like, like you you guys were blessed with, but um you know I've had a lot of of modern day influences, and you know believe it or not they you know they some of them were secular. What type of dudes? You know what I'm saying? And um 
uh, I, I know like a lot of people, they have their thoughts on, you know, their type of music and stuff like that. But that's where a lot of like, you know what I'm saying? My, 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 my flavor came from a lot of, a lot of, you know, the pain because I felt what they were saying. So it was, I was able to be able to like understand like, okay, that wasn't just the word that they were saying, but that was the pain that was coming through the word. You know what I'm saying? So even when I even when I used to do secular music, people used to tell me all the time, man, like I don't know what it is about your music, but I hear pain in it. Mm-hmm. Now that I look back at that, I feel like that was my soul crying out for God. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know what I'm saying? When, when when we're lost and we're trying to find our way back, we don't we're we're, we're hurt. We're, we're we're trying to find our way back to the shepherd. We, we, if we can you know, if, if we can't find our way, we're crying, we're hurt, we're mad. You know what I'm saying, and, and and we're on a we're on a this 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 journey of life, going through it each and every day, and we're hurt because we don't have the guidance. We're in it by ourselves. So you hear that in a lot of the music, the secular music that we that we listen to, and you know it's just like man, if I can touch that person's heart or if I can talk to that person, what would that do for their music? What would that do for their life? What would that do for for the people around them? It'll change. That's right. You just said something when you said that. But I got a question that I always ask. Uh, is that Go right? Jessica Michelle? Yeah, yeah. That's that's her at, right? Yes. Now who is this? That is my beautiful wife. How long how long have y'all been married? We have been married for six years. We have well, no, I'm not I'm sorry. I, we haven't been married for six years. We've been together for six years. We've been married for two years. Yeah. We have yeah. three beautiful babies. I love it. No, I always want to know, like, what has God shown you about being a husband and a father that's very different from when you when you didn't have this crew that you have to look over? Um, man, uh, it's really just shown me how to be a man. You know, um, sometimes God puts us in situations that we don't understand. And I had my first child at a young age. So like that, I really had to take on a lot of responsibilities that, you know, a lot of other people probably couldn't handle. Mm. So I, I, when you understand your role, and understand what you have to do, that helps the process. So it's, it's that it's just understanding what I had to do for, you know, her understanding the role that, you know, took place with my children that helped me be a better husband because I understand that, you know, she's where it started. Mm. Just like when it goes back to Adam and Eve, she's the real. She's my real. So it's like that is where it started. That's good. Listen, you're tuned into The Fix, your source of Faith Infused, hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, chopping it up with Big Two Times from Trench Walk. Listen, we got to go to break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And the fix is in. You're tuned back into the fix. You're a source of faith infused hip hop, army, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You already know you tapped in with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, we're still talking in it with the super talented uh, street ministry. Uh, we're going to call it street ministry rapper, gospel <laughs> rapper, uh, one of the members of uh, Trench Walk, uh, Big Two Times. Listen, you, you know, you've been talking a lot, of, you've been dropping a lot of good gems uh, two times, man, since you've been on. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to talk about the importance, man 
brand of unity. Um, something that I always see that's really um, good amongst the three of you guys within Trench Walk. Mm-hmm. You guys authentically look like y'all really are brothers. I can tell y'all probably had y'all disagreements and y'all fall out, but y'all still, you can just still see the vibe is a genuine love that y'all ain't going nowhere. Y'all got each other back through, a, through the thick and the thin. So talk about the importance of that, especially as believers. When I want to look at Trench Walk, when I look at it as trench walk, I look at it as automatically when, when we it's business, but when it's for God, it's also a brotherhood, or even if it's women, it's sisterhood. Mm-hmm. I told um, Zeno this, uh, Zeno Suave, one of the uh, members of trench walk. I said, if it's one thing that brings us closer than ever, is the blood of Jesus Christ. A lot of people don't realize when they say, oh, blood is thicker than, you know, blood thicker than water. Sometimes, you know, with that with, with that family thing, it's different with the blood of Jesus. That brought something way bigger together. You know what I'm saying? He took the keys of hell. You know what I'm saying? He took he, he took he took the keys back. Mm. When all this, when all that transpired, what he did when he shed his blood for us, mm-hmm. that <laughs> I, I mean, it's I, I can't, I can't. It's not even too much I can really say about it because it's, it's the blood is itself. It gives you so. It, it just gives you so much life, and just to, to to be able to understand, just when you say the blood and know what that brings together, it makes you want to be able to try. It makes you want to be able to keep going with the people that you came together with. Yeah. If I say, if I tell, if I tell you that you're my brother, you're my brother. If I tell you that you're my sister, you're my sister. Don't treat me no different. Treat me the same way that you would treat me if I was in the wrong or in the right. Treat others as, as the way you would want to be treated. If you don't want to get this done, if you don't want to get this wrong done to you, don't do it to me. <laughs> Real unity is about like really understanding like when it, when you coming together, you're accepting everything that that person has. That person could be talking. That that person that person could talk to themselves a million times a day. But when you sat there and made that agreement with that person, you 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 accepted that. You're, you're uniting your differences. You're not uniting your world with theirs. You're uniting your problems with theirs. You're uniting your family with theirs. Your 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 your, your motivation, your aspirations, everything that inspires you to do what you do, especially if it's for kingdom. Like I said, man, I can talk about that. Right, no, you you're right. I mean, I think my I love my family, and I. I definitely have a couple sisters that I'm really, really close to, but definitely this walk um, in, in my, my faith walk, I've gained a hundred brothers and sisters that they'll be here at the drop of a dime. I mean, Forever. I mean, just at a, the drop of a dime for me. Yeah. And they've, they've gone above and beyond something, sometimes some things that my family would even, you know, go through. So I definitely, I understand a hundred percent what you're saying about that. And it is about the blood and, um, I appreciate you sharing that, man, um, for sure. But I, I, I do want to know uh, what's up with this music. I mean, you got the blood all in the music. I mean, you, you keep talking about it, you're talking about it, but I want to know, and I know our listeners want to know, like a little bit more about what you got going on. Like, you have new music going on, new project. Are you working on something? Like, we already know yeah, you got the heat. Yeah. The heat, the heat is all over the internet. So, <laughs> what, what's up? What's up, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, What's yeah, up? I do have, um, I actually have a um, EP that I'm getting ready to drop called The Psalms of Two Times. I deal with the same things that all of you did. 
that you guys don't want to tell, talk about. And I'm willing to pour that out because when you do that, that's when the deliverance comes. When you can own up to your demons, when you can own up to what you're facing, when you, you can own up to the battle that you're facing. Like, okay, maybe that, may, maybe this battle was started because of me. Everything is a choice. And also, you know, we got to understand that, you know, choices did, you know, lead us in those directions too. Just like with the streets. Choices led me into certain things that I did. So. No, that's good. And, and, and that, that That's good, man. And, and, I, and I believe great minds think alike because I'm actually working on a, a mixtape myself, uh, where, you know, that talks about street ministry. So I'm, I'm grateful to hear, you know, brothers like you, you know, in your group are doing the same thing that, you know, we're doing. That's something that that's why we call the show The Fix, because we understand that, you know, you don't have to stay the way you are. But to win people and to allow for God to be used, you have to go in places where you used to be a part of and stop, you know, acting like you, you know, holier than now all your life, because that's that's not the real reality. Um, you talking to two. Uh, street ministers right here uh, at his finest. If you never heard me and Dice's uh, testimonies, mm-hmm. listen, go back and listen because we we got a bunch of stuff that we did that we know um, the enemy was using us for, but now God is using us for the greater purpose and we can go back and know, and it's authentic. So when we go back, <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about it. They know our testimony. Yeah. They remember mm-hmm. us when we used to do those things. Mm-hmm. Move, move the packs, run the streets, do X, Y, and Z. So they can see real, real something real like, hey, he walked away from that. Hey, Dice walked away from this. Hey, Dice ain't doing that no more. Hey, Focus ain't doing that no more. And and that's what people need. People need something that's authentic. So listen, keep doing what you're doing, King. Listen, man, we got to let you get out of here, man. Before you get out of here, can you tell the people how they can connect with you uh, big two times on all your social media platforms and introduce your latest single? All righty. All right, man. You know, big two times, man. You can, you can reach me on all platforms. I mean, all social media, Instagram, B-I-G-G, number two, T-I-M-E-Z. Twitter, B-I-G, number two, T-I-M-E-Z. Um, Facebook, D-E-E-D-U-R-H-A-M. And then my latest single is Streets of Gold, man. Y'all go get that. It's on stream on all platforms, man. Listen, keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And the fix is in. Tune into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, checking back in. And listen, we uh we, we're we're ready to hop into our real talk conversation for the day. Um, we're talking part two on leadership. Yeah. Um, Dice, you talked about so many different things yesterday. Um, I'm, 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 I'm definitely, I, I think we should still unpack a few more things. So something that jumped out in my spirit, um, do you feel sometimes that leaders are unappreciated? Oh, they're underappreciated. Usually always. Wow. Usually, usually always. I mean, it takes those who are seeking to hear, you know, and receive from a leader. I mean, my, I don't know. There's like this this little thing that the Lord does where people are drawn to a particularly a certain people are drawn. Like like we already know when we pick up our mantle, we have a certain amount of sheep that we will be leading. But also in reverse, you know, the sheep, you know, they know like they know they're like, man, this is my guy or this is my girl. This is my church or this is my this is my mentor. Like you just there's a connection that I think. Um, God just puts there like when you see it and you hear it you're like I've been needing this you know I've been needing to read this I've been needing to hear this I've been needing to watch this sermon like 
you just it's something in your spirit it just connects with it you know so oh just the time leaders put in to um be at the foot of the cross or to really hear from god so that they can really allow the lord and i'm talking from a spiritual perspective because i i don't know those are my favorite leaders you know so um even though there are many different leaders out there, but just the time that a leader has to put in to really um, have pure thoughts of, of, of what it is and to allow that to flow out of them, you know? And so um, like, obviously in our genre, it's just, you know, people spending time with God and trusting the Lord and believing God when he says, if you give me your plan, my plan concerning you being a leader is way greater and it's going to be, a lot easier, you know, so just the sacrifices leaders make, the trust that they put in the Lord, um, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I just love how they walk in the confidence of knowing who they are. And I think the only way we actually truly know who we are is we have to know Christ. I think that's number one. And, you know, that those are the kind of leaders I'm talking about right now. Like when you truly know who you are, you're able to lead out in a totally different way, a very confident way of, other than, um, you know, when you're just still guessing, trying to figure out, should I be here? Shouldn't I be here? Should I say that? Should I not say that? Nah. When you're confident in what you're talking about, eh, your leadership is even better. But no, leaders are not appreciated as much as they should be. I don't think. Not for the time they spend doing research and hearing and writing and, you know, it's, it's for everybody else too. It ain't, I mean, it's rarely for them. Obviously, they'll benefit from if they're selling products or, you know, services, but man, they pretty much give up their whole life for other people. No, that's good. And, and I agree. You said something about confidence. So good leader having that confidence. I think good leaders know where they're going um, and why they're going there. And that's why, you know, a lot of people follow them because of that confidence. Um, and that's, you know, it's very important to be a leader, to walk in confidence and not arrogance. So that's something that we didn't touch on yesterday. What's the balance between being confident and being arrogant as a leader and what that actually looks like? Because I think sometimes some leaders miss the mark in that area, um, you know, uh, you know, thinking that they're, you know, overconfident or they, they need to be a certain way. And sometimes they walk in arrogance. I, I think there's I, I hope they do. You know, a part of me hopes that they have an arrogant moment because what happens, as we all know, you know, uh, pride comes before the fall. Like, it's almost like I don't think a good leader would be considered a good leader if they've never had a moment of I arrived. I did the I if they never had an I moment. I think you almost have to fall to be a great leader. I, I, every great leader that you know of and that you've heard speak or that we know of, they all have this story of, you know, and I, I, I got a little, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, somebody got, I got an armor bear carrying my Bible with white gloves, you know, I'm jumping in and out the limo, you know, I'm flying in my jets and then boom, you know, two of my businesses fail or, you know, my marriage is on the rocks or my kids are cutting up or the book deal didn't go through or like they all pretty much have a story of them where they kind of walk in pride. Now you do have these that are just terrible and they're just ridiculously arrogant. And we already know that it's all about them. It's not about people. It's about dollars. It's not about them. We, we have those. And those, those people are going to always exist. The ones who are out for themselves, you know, like they're great leaders, but they're more about themselves. You know, those people exist. They exist in a regular world, you know, without being a leader. But you do have, I think, some wonderful leaders who have, fallen 
And because they were repentive and they did it in public and they were, um, you know, willing to course correct, they became an even greater leader because I think they were able to identify better with the people that they were leading versus, oh, I'm so awesome. You know, I've never screwed up. I've never had a bad day. It's like, no, let's let stuff fall apart. And then we'll see if you still want to lead through this season, this drought, you know, if you'll still have the same zeal and attitude, you know, when everything was great. You know, I think that, I think those challenges help to make you a better leader. I agree. You know, something, something my pastor uh, said in uh, one of our trainings, he, um, he said, um, a confident leader doesn't need to prove that they're the smartest one in the room. Right. And I think sometimes, you know, that that's, listen, and, until I heard him say that, and then I started observing, observing different leaders, I didn't even understand that because mm-hmm. that's true. Like, you know, absolutely be a leader, but you don't have to always act like you can't be taught amongst your team or, uh, you know, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. that is very, very important. And also, too, as well, um, <laughs> he, he brought up something about name dropping. He said, just be careful when you name drop, especially when you try to name drop out of context just for the sake of trying to make yourself look more important than who you really are. Like, what does that really do? What does that really gain? And it speaks to your character and your integrity. So, yeah, those those are some points that always stuck with me about, uh, you know, making sure that, um, I, you know, I'm not perfect, but I try to, if I'm leading, I'll try to lead by example. I, I try to not... Uh, put anybody in the situation or ask anything of any anybody that I won't do myself. I'm not uh, above doing any and everything that it mm-hmm. takes to get the job done. And that's very important because, mm-hmm. you know, don't get me wrong. Uh, we, we know that, you know, you can be elevated and you can move up. But if there's a time where you need to come back down, um, even as a leader, you know, sometimes that's the humility part of you that needs to come down, humble yourself and mm-hmm. show the people that, you know, you can be a part of something, whether, you know, it be ministry, whether it be, you know, at the workplace, wherever it may be. So that was that was very important too, as well. Just just making sure, you know, you don't always have to be the smartest person in the room as a leader. That That's not the that shouldn't be your your MO. Well, I mean, you're not growing as a leader if you are. I mean, this, this is it, this is it, this is over, you know? (laughs) So, uh, no, for sure. It's, it's like that foundation needs to be strong. And obviously, you know, we are, I'm talking about a faithful leader. So that foundation should be in the Lord, making sure that you're building your leadership empire or whatever your brand, make sure that you're not building it on you. You're fragile and you are definitely, uh, uh, a human but when you build that thing on a great foundation when you're building it on the lord it's going to last it's going to be strong even if you flake and you crumble and you fall that foundation uh of your leadership is still going to be there and uh, you'll be able to pick right back up and keep on building whatever the lord has called you to build so i love the faithfulness of a leader and i love the great faith that leaders walk in i don't know man some of them are born that way and some of them have been through a lot and they've just kind of grown into this you know, powerful person that um, they just own their life. I love it. I love it, man. Another um, great quality uh, that a leader can show is um, the passion that you might have for your work. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I I think if, you know, if you're a leader and you want me to follow you with your vision, I need to see that passion, that fire to believe it. You know, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, until I get to that level, like, 
I should know. So, you know, no, no different than how I use you, for example, Dice, uh, with your clothing line, CHH University. Mm-hmm. Listen, when you first told me about CHH University and the inspiration behind it and, and the, the mm-hmm. idea that God gave you and how you move forward, that got me excited about it saying, all right, well, you know, how can I, you know what I'm saying, somehow, some way, uh, come up with some idea where we can co-partner because I believe in you now just because you're passionate about it. You, you said, you know what, I, you know, I left work. God told me he had called me to do this full time mm-hmm. um, and not only to benefit you, but also to uh, benefit artists who yeah. maybe uh, looked over, un- yeah. un- un- unvalued, unappreciated, you know what I'm saying, being unappreciated within the game and you having a heart for other people, not only just your pocket, that showed me that you had the passion. So that's just one example of just showing that, yeah, if you're going to be a leader, I need to see the passion yeah. uh, to get behind you. Let's be real. That's good. No, you're right about it. I mean, you got to believe in, 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 you got to believe in what you believe in first <laughs> before I believe in it, you know? So I, I think that's what it, that's one of the aspects of passion that uh, I look for in an actual leader is like, are you convinced? You, you know, I mean, I hope you're convinced because that's the only way I'm going to be convinced is really seeing you um, be passionate about your lane. Well, I think that's what pulls other people in. So, listen, you're tuned into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. You're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. Listen, we got to go pay some bills, but we will be right back. We're talking about leadership uh, part two today. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You tune back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, we've been uh, talking uh, part two of leadership, good qualities in a leader, um, an effective leader, you know, you know, has to be humble. Um, we talked about passion. Uh, effective leader needs to have passion mm. but uh, let's, let's put some Bible on it we want to make sure we get uh, the people some uh, substance with some Bible scriptures of course uh, what you got Dice when you're a leader you know that you're leading others and pretty much your role is for other people the the servant's heart I think that comes into play that Matthew 20 26 um, you know whoever wants to become great among you you know you, you got to serve first and I think that's what leaders do I think that's what makes leaders great is they have been serving a, a, a person or, or a business. And so now you see that they've been elevated, like the Lord has really lifted them uh, up for others to see. Joshua 1, Joshua 1, that's 7 through 9, uh, be strong and courageous. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. So this is just a reminder from the Lord um, for all leaders to just be courageous, you know, be strong in the Lord. Like, you know, don't waver, really trust in God and um, you will be, you will be blessed. The Lord will take care of you. So uh, like Joshua, you know, I, I, I'm a Proverbs, uh, Proverbs guy, that Proverbs, Proverbs. lets me, yeah. Cause I'm hard headed at times. So sometimes I have to go to Proverbs and be reminded, uh, <laughs> on what the Lord, uh, really want to say. That's how I feel. I feel like, uh, when the Lord wanted to chew us out, he made, he made the book of Proverbs. <laughs> so I go to, I do, I feel that way. Uh, Proverbs three and 12, for the Lord reproves him who he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights in. And that one just always reminds me um, that it's a responsibility that I have in being a leader. Um, mm-hmm. First first and foremost, um, you know, with my household, you know, um, my wife depends on me um, to lead her, not astray, mm-hmm. <laughs> but to make sure that I have a great prayer life 
that I'm hearing mm-hmm. from God in a in a way that she she can feel and respect. Um, and she'll tell me, um, you know, if I'm off, you know, she's like, let's listen, you know, you feel like you feel like you little off. You're doing this, doing that, but make sure you you hear from God, you know, because I, I mm-hmm. got to make sure this ship ain't sailing. That's that's something she'd say. She say, don't don't mm-hmm. don't don't let the don't let the ship sail. You know, say sink. <laughs> so yes, um, that that one that proverb scripture always reminds me that uh, it, with this leadership mm-hmm. comes a responsibility, and I have mm-hmm. to continue to go out each and every day and continue mm-hmm. to go go after it. So that's mm-hmm. a good one. I remember um, when I was at Quest in Lexington, Kentucky, we definitely had a team of prayer warriors, but we also had a dedicated group to pray for our leaders. That's something that we we're instructed to do actually in Christianity. And um, I think that's a, uh, that's a very valuable part of your, your brand, something that you could add to your, your journey. You know, this path that God's put you on, if you're a leader is definitely having um, just a few, few trusted, reliable, dedicated individuals that, you know, will go before the Lord on your behalf, you know, constantly interceding for you as you're out and about um, doing what you love to do. I think that that makes a huge difference in your life, having people on your team who um, are, co- are constantly seeking the best for you and, and really praying and asking the Lord to protect and cover you and to constantly provide, you know, whatever it is you need, step by step by step, you know, just having that extra layer, the extra covering over um, over your life. So shout out to all of you who do have these people already present. And if you're a leader that you don't have that set up, trust me, as soon as you do set that up, things will start to change. Different doors open, different opportunities come. I'm a witness of that one right there. So, you know, I agree with you. And, and, you know, something else that I'm always, um, it kind of throws me off when people say they don't need spiritual leadership. You know, I don't need to go to church. I don't need to have a covering uh, from any man. Uh, God, I already have a relationship with God, and that's good enough for me. That always throws me sideways dice when they say that, because I was like, if you could just tap in and understand the importance of that spiritual leader um, to be able to show you and teach you in ways that you, you know, may not know, listen, and, and the accountability in that. That's important too as well. So that's something else. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking barbershop talk now, Dice, because that's something that always comes up in the barbershop when we just talking, you know, you, you know, men talk everything in the barbershop. And I'm pretty sure ladies do as well too as well in the beauty mm-hmm. in the beauty shops. But yeah, that's something that always comes up. You know, Christianity is the white man's religion and all this. And they know I do the radio show. So I always have the Muslims. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I always have the the Muslims and the five percenters and the Jehovah Witness. It, it's funny too as well, because I promise you, the barbershop I go to. I, I literally have all of them. I have the, the five percenters, the Muslims, and I have a Jehovah Witness that are always want to talk to me because mm-hmm. they know I have the radio show. Because you know I'm, I'm at, I advertise. I'm a walking billboard. I always got the fixed radio show gear on. I'm always passing out our flyers and everything. Mm-hmm. So they always want to challenge me, and that's the first thing they bring up. Oh, you you going to that man church? You giving the church all your money and I da da da. Listen, you know, you do what works for you. I know what God has spoken to me. I know what God has told me to do. And for me and my household, we're okay. Absolutely. Jesus is the top. Jesus is who we literally uh, pray to, talk to, develop a relationship with to. But we also reverence our spiritual covering uh, with the local church. And we understand the value in the community of uh, being a part of the community, which is the, the, the local church. So we okay for it in our household. <laughs> Man, the Lord has set these people uh, up, okay, to, to to be in these positions in your life, you know, just like your regular parents. Um, I know I definitely got a set of spiritual parents because here's the thing. 
honestly, my parent, even me as a mom, like I love my my son in a way where um, I know I'm super protective of him. And a lot of times when he's dead wrong, I, I extend a certain amount of grace. But the man of God is straight up with him, you know, like very, very different. The conversation is, you know, is, is, is more stern. It's to the it's to the point. And it's tapped in on a on a masculine masculine level in a way that I, 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 can't, I can't even personally be on that plane. So um, you definitely come on, man. I mean, we're, too, we're we are living in two places at once. We are spiritual beings having a human experience here together. And so you do have a spiritual side. I mean, that's why when we die, the spirit go like, like, trust me. So there are people who do know how to lead um, spiritual things that you have going on in your life. And um, I'm praying that you find these people because they're out there and it makes life a whole lot easier having these guides and these trusted individuals in your life. But I was talking about that scripture earlier. Uh, it was first Timothy two, one through three that I urged them First of all, that the petitions and prayers and intercession and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and for all those in authority, that we may live peacefully and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleasing uh, in the sight of our Lord, our Savior. Just that scripture talking about pray for your leaders, like even if you don't like your leader. I mean, can you imagine how the world would change if even if we're frustrated with the people in positions of power, if we still spent time collectively as nations praying for them and their family and for them to make the right decisions and for their hearts to be turned towards people. I mean, I don't know. Prayer works. If you, if you're a prayer warrior, you already know what I'm talking about. It's very, very effective. It, it just does what it does. It's something that we have. The Lord has given us um, this ability to pray for people. So I encourage you to pray for your pray for your leaders, regardless if you think they got their life together or not, because I'll be honest with you, they struggle and their attacks sometimes are way greater than ours because of, uh, you know, the weight that they carry uh, concerning their mission in life. So. Oh, I agree with you. And, and that is, that's something that's always on our prayer list. My wife and I, we always pray for not only our government officials, but just also the leaders that uh, help us to run this free world uh, that we live in. So, yeah. no, I agree. It is power in prayer. And I, I really wish they would bring prayer back into schools yeah. and really talk about it a little bit more than they're doing. I know they took it out because they have so many different religion beliefs and so many people have said this and said that. But I really wish they would bring it back. I, I, I remember growing up um, just being in um, homeroom and literally, you know, not only saying um, the Pledge of Allegiance, but mm -hmm. after we said the Pledge of Allegiance, we prayed. That's right. Like every day in homeroom. Oh, yeah. First period, right before we went to class. Mm -hmm. That went on all the time, even when yeah. I was in high school. So it was like, no, we, we need that. And, and we were in a better place. We were loving each other a little bit better than me. Absolutely. You still got corruption. You still yeah. got different things that go on. You're never going to be stopped at 100%. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think, you know, there were some better times in the 80s and the 90s, Dice, than we're dealing with now, yeah. especially when you talk about everything that's going on. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, for sure, you're right. And definitely, I mean, prayer is a, is a huge thing. I think definitely be, being raised in a, in a home where I was able to see the effects of prayer, I I really dislike that people usually wait till it's a, a situation. You know, somebody's in the hospital. Oh, pray for such and such. Somebody was in an accident. Oh, pray for such and such. Somebody got hurt on the football field. Now we all want to kneel and pray. You know, it's like, don't wait till something goes wrong. You know, go ahead and build your prayer life now. You know, get into communication with uh, your creator. And um, 
just watch, watch your life absolutely change. I mean, even just just the petitions of your heart being heard, like when they're when you see it and, it, and when it's manifested itself to you, you'd be like, Lord, I know you heard me, you know, because I didn't tell anybody about that. You know, I've just been praying and seeking you and trusting that, you know, you said it, I believed it and it was done. But it's just it's just it helps to build your um, your intimacy with the Lord, you know, having a good uh, prayer life. And it actually is very encouraging uh, for yourself. You know, um, uh, we should be praying for our leaders. Here's another thing. For those of you who are like, man, the show is about uh, leaders. It's like, honestly, everybody is leading somebody. Like somebody's following you. Somebody's watching you. You know, even if you're just, uh, you know, at the house, if you're a big sister or a big brother or you're a mom or you're a dad or you're auntie, you know, or even if you're online, like you may not have a 24-hour leadership uh, thing going on, but you're leading people a, a certain way, you know? And um, so, yeah, so we we all need to own our parts with concerning leadership a, l- a little bit more, you know, just knowing like either I helped this person be, become better or I got them all, you know, uh, I made them laugh or I helped to set them on the right path today or I totally threw them absolutely off. You know, this is something we can definitely do better as leaders is to not share our, our biggest pain points to, you know, take away hope that you, that you've already put out there, you know, for your, for your group, you know, like you've been leading this great group and people really, they're believing and trusting in you. And then you have a moment and you feel like you just got to share the world. I encourage you to take it to the Lord first and, um, and then see if God wants you, God wants you to share that because you, as a leader, there's a huge responsibility. Um, you know, once you, once you get into the uh, whole leadership deal, and sometimes leaders can uh, have a moment where they just want to vent. But this is why you need that mentorship, that spiritual uh, covering, you know, just mentor your own mentors and your uh, your good fellowship group of people who think like you that you can go to and and express and share your tra- and be transparent with them. Let them know I'm struggling right now. I need a little bit of help, you know, because um, this 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 these little things can make a big difference uh, concerning your leadership you know, the platform that you're, that you're leading on, you know, everybody don't need to know all your business is all I'm trying to say. So it's just a tip. I just want to throw that out there for somebody. <laughs> Listen, I was solid as a rock. Great oh, yeah. tips. Listen, you're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. We got to go pay some bills. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, we've come to the end of another great, great, great show. Um, we want to shout out our guest today, uh, Big Two Times from Trench Walk. Um, if you're not familiar with the group Trench Walk, listen, they are a problem. Um, yeah. These young, these young uh, kings are making some great music, and they even have uh, their own solo projects that they're working on too as well. So um, we, we, you know, we just want to sh- uh, shout out them. Um, listen, he dropped so many gems. Uh, one thing that I, I took away from the interview today, Dice, uh, from uh, Big Two Times, what? we have to get, we have to get better within the body. Yeah. He says something that we already know, yeah. but it always disturbs me when I hear it. He said, you get more love in the streets than you get from the church. For sure. And that's something we got to work on, Dice. I'm be honest with you. And, and, and you know, I'm going to hold myself accountable too as well in helping in that change. I don't want to just be one to point the finger at certain people. Mm-hmm. We have to come, we have to figure something else 
figure something out, Dice, to be able to communicate to our brothers and sisters who may not be showing this love to everyone in, in a way that's effective because we, we hear that too many times here on the show. You get more love in the streets than you get from the body of Christ. And yeah, that, that makes us hypocrites. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes us look bad. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the biggest commandments that God charged us with. Let's be very clear. He charged us with this, this and loving everybody. Well, I think you're right. I think you're right. But I think that's that's why they're out there. They're like, look, I know it's people out here that need love. I know that there are people out here in the trap house that need to hear a word from me today. I know that there are people in my hood that need to hear a word from me today. And I have like a whole hour video on this. And I know we can't, we don't have time to get into it, but right, like pre-COVID, I had made a few statements concerning CHH. And I, I said to each and every pastor, I was like, these artists, like low key, like these street ministers, uh, whether they be singers or rappers or poets or whatever, they are keeping the church alive. Like they, they are keeping the church alive. Like, and honestly, being on this show focus, I still feel the same way. Now I really, really feel this way because we have even seen how the places that the church will not go, people that we've talked to, they go. Like they go, they go every day, they go every week. Maybe they roll up and they, uh, beat beat up car maybe they roll up in their car sitting on 22s you know like maybe they you know what i'm saying like maybe they fly maybe maybe they're just like hey i'm i used to be this person two months ago you know what i'm saying and they back like but i don't know i just think god is raising up a different generation right now a type of people who are fearless and they really really had to dive deep and lean into the lord like over the past couple years during all the drama and the COVID and everything and they're just like i gotta go tell somebody else about the blood of the lamb and they are they're out here i mean it's a whole army like it i, I i'm not even front I'm not, I'm not i can't even exaggerate about this um there is an army of of young street ministers out there right now who are just constantly bringing people into the fold and i and i pray god's blessing over their life because they are not playing games and they are young they are young out here spreading that word you know, so I think I will start to place leadership since we're talking about leadership. I think I'll start to place leadership in these young, young men and women's lives to kind of lead them and guide them and show them, uh, you know, a, a few better ways that they could be a little bit better in their leadership. But right now it's raw, it's unfiltered, and I love every minute of it. So um, I love when they give us the praise reports and things like that. I'm just like, man, I don't know, man, the Lord will use anybody and he's using a lot of people right now. So when people's like, oh, church is getting smaller, I'm, I'm always rebuttal it. I'm like, y'all have no idea because you think the church looks like what you see on your YouTube or your Facebook page on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? But the church is changing. The face of the church is changing. Like, and I mean, people's faces who are leading the church is changing. People's clothing who are leading the church, it's changing. Like how people are doing church, it's changing. And it, it's changing with the culture. And I, this is the only book, Focus. It's the number one selling book in the world. Every household pretty much has some type of Bible or some type of scripture in it. Like over 2,000 of the 2,500 prophecies have come true word for word so we, we we don't even have to deny what this is anymore i mean we have the facts <clears throat> we had absolute facts but um god is good and i won't get on my tangent but uh we have some leaders out there they are leading differently and they are making differences in people's lives and we love them and um 
just praying for him. Absolutely. Listen, uh, once again, <laughs> we want to thank... No, no, that's real. We, we want to thank our guest today. Yeah. Uh, big two times from Trench Walk. Definitely yeah. go stream all his music. Go follow him on his uh, platforms. Uh, listen, uh, definitely want to give a quick stellar recap. Uh, mm. Got a chance to go to a <laughs> 1K Fuse after party. Um, yeah. Shouts out to 1K Fuse and Lecrae. Um, they did win a stellar for the rap hip-hop gospel album of the year for their work on uh no church in a while so uh you know solid certified banger we we played almost every song off of the album we've played here so definitely want to salute him but listen um fresh off of him winning a stellar uh the same night we won a stellar uh got a chance to go to his after party and listen he had a different after party he had a karaoke after party dice and when i tell you i had so much fun i didn't i'll be honest with you i was i was like okay and you know karaoke is cool it, but you know you know I, I you know depending on which ones you go to if you get huh. the wrong singer it mess it, you know it, it messed my spirit up because if that's one of my jams no nah, seriously dice if it's one of my jams and you go up there and, and murder a hit uh, oh man listen i don't want you to do that to me i got memories off this song and you butchering it stop sit down that ain't your gift no, it's okay to tell people sometimes that ain't your gift. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Lord, help me. But, no, this was not my experience. I went to 1K Fugue <laughs> after karaoke after party, and my wife and I had a ball. First of all, Alana has this karaoke, um, oh, what was the name of the place? It's a karaoke spot that has these different individual rooms that you can rent out and have your own karaoke party. So I'm from Cleveland. That's that's new to me. I ain't never, I'm used yeah. to, we, we have karaoke. It's, it's, private. Uh, it's private. You get the key out there. Did you get the key? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, you get the, you get the private rooms. Absolutely. So that was, I was like, wait a minute, this is this is beautiful. I ain't never seen nothing like this. I'm used to the one big space, the one stage, and everybody go up there and murder, and you'd be wanting to throw bananas and, and tomatoes up there, like, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> But no, it was a great experience, um, and it was just gr- uh, it was a great time. Listen, I, we we made connections. I was able. To, it, listen, the list goes on. Aaron Cole was there. D One was there. Mm-hmm. All of One K Famo was there. T K Lee, Portia Love, mm-hmm. Angie Rose, uh, Miss Day. Uh, the list goes on. Listen, everybody who you who think was there and C H H Vert Mob was there. Big Breeze. Everybody but Scooty Wop. You know, if, you know, I would have got another picture with Wop for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If Watt was there. But yeah, Big Breeze was there. Shouts out to the homie Big Breeze. Uh, exclusive interview coming with him real soon. So keep it locked for that. But it just was a great time. And I thought it was something different. It was totally different from all the other after parties that were happening stellar weekend. So I definitely want to salute to 1K Few and his team for even coming up with something that creative. Because I had a great time. And we start, we, we hung around uh, for like three hours. And it was it was fun. And, even, and look, even Trig hung out and had a good time. So, you know, if the, if the general can hang out and have a good time like that you already know shouts out to the general (laughs) (laughs) it must have been awesome (laughs) yeah it was it was awesome so listen uh yeah we're gonna continue to give you guys more stellar uh recap all week long um we got some more stuff to give y'all so listen tap in with us tomorrow same time same place wake up with us 6 a.m y'all know how we do it dj focus and dice gamble you know we just trying to continue to encourage you guys um, to really live your best life in Christ. I know, y- I know y'all ain't used to hearing that. You're just used to hearing your best life. No, no. Live your best life in Christ. <laughs> right. Listen, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.